let's read one of your weird stories, part 239. Hey, TikTok, I did a different intro. Can you, can you not hold my video today? The doll lamp. I'm so scared. Hi, Auntie Matrix. Hi. You're welcome for the super long story in advance. Yes. I have a lot of stories regarding the supernatural, so much so that I'll have to split it into three separate stories. But for now, I'll start with my first supernatural experience. Holy moly. When I was a kid, my birth vessel, who some call mother, wait, you call, you call your mom your birth vessel? <laughs> I love that. When I was a kid, my birth vessel took me, my older sister, and my two younger brothers to see a show. When we walked inside, every kid was given a ticket with a number on it. They told us if our number gets called, we'd get a prize at the end of the show. We took our seats, and the big red curtains revealed a stage full of toys and more. It felt like I had just walked into Santa's workshop. I don't even remember what the show was about because I had my eyes on this blue bike the entire time. When the show came to an end, they started calling out numbers, and one by one, the kids went on stage to pick out whatever they wanted. I got really upset when a little boy picked the blue bike that I had my eyes on. We waited and waited for our numbers to be called. Finally, my sister and I both got our numbers called. We were the last two people called and we made our way to the stage. By this point, most of the people cleared out and the stage was just about empty. My sister and I walked up to a worker and mentioned our names were called. It seemed like they had called too many numbers out because he looked around to see if there was anything left that we could take. He calls over another worker cleaning the stage and asked if they had anything that we could take home. He looked at both of us and asked, are you sisters? We said yes and he proceeded to hand us an odd lamp. This lamp had a porcelain doll attached to it. Nope. Just don't take it. Don't take that. She had light brown hair done up in curls, brown eyes, a white dress with hints of pink ribbons on it. My birth vessel was the happiest about this because my sister and I were more tomboys and hated dolls. We gave it to my birth vessel, but she demanded that we keep it in our room, which we shared with my brothers. She placed it on the dresser right next to the door. So when you walk in, she'd be face level right next to you looking straight ahead no fucking thank you to the left of the dresser was a bed my brother shared and in front of the dresser was a bunk bed i slept on the top and my sister on the bottom bunk i'm already like noping right out of this story one day one of my brothers told us that something happened he was very calm but clearly weirded out he mentioned he had woken up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and saw the doll slowly moved her head to the left to face him before he blinked and her head suddenly faced forward again we didn't believe him since we played a lot of pranks on each other only this this time he never said he was kidding we always said we were kidding if it was a prank or a joke throw it fucking away now the next morning my baby brother said he woke up in the middle of the night and saw the doll move her head too my sister and i figured our brother put him up to this but he said he didn't again never mentioning he was kidding one bright and sunny morning my sister and i were in the room sitting on our brother's bed having a conversation suddenly she called my name i could hear the horror yet calm in her voice more like she was shocked more than anything i turned to what she was looking at and we both saw the doll slowly turning her head to face us we both blinked at the same time because the next thing we knew she was facing straight ahead again I personally searched the doll and realized her body was completely attached to her neck and head, meaning it was impossible to move the head even if you tried. Oh my god, I have so many chills. We called an emergency sibling meeting and talked about the doll. My brother was glad to know he finally believed. Now we had to figure out what to do. We told our birth vessel and of course she didn't believe us. She thought it was some nonsense we made up to get rid of the doll, so she refused to remove it. From that day on, every single night her head would move to face us no matter where we were in the room. We decided to cover her face with a cloth. Okay, okay. The next morning it was folded next to her. We told this to our birth vessel and she said she came in to check on us and folded the cloth. <sighs> Thank the fucking Lord. I'm having deja vu.
The next day we tried it again, but this time the cloth was on the floor. We told Birth Vessel not to move the cloth and she admitted she was too tired to come into our room last night and she would never have thrown the cloth on the floor as she always tried to get us to clean our room. Every night we covered her head and every morning the cloth was on the floor. I'm getting like major deja vu right now. I swear I remember reading this story. It's this part where like the cloth is covering it and it fell and the folding. I really feel like I read this, but it's not marked in my inbox that I read it or that it was one of the stories, so we're just gonna keep reading it. If you've heard it, just scroll past, I guess, I don't know. One day the four of us were playing in the room, feeling like we are being watched. I grabbed my brother's baseball and walked over to the doll. My brother shouted, don't be a hero, half serious, but half jokingly. I threatened the doll to leave us alone. I told her she's weak and not even alive, so I wasn't afraid of her. I even messed up her hair. Friends, <laughs> why would you do that? Besides, all she did was move her head. After enough of this, I didn't think there was anything to be afraid of. That same night, I had a nightmare I still remember to this day. I could see myself sleeping in bed when the doll appeared on the top bunk behind me. She pulled out a knife and stabbed me, waking me up in a cold sweat. I immediately looked at the doll whose head was facing up, looking at me. Only this time, she wasn't smiling. This time, she was really mad. I jumped down to my sister's bed and slept between her and the wall. The doll stared at me all night. Since then, my my siblings stopped experiencing anything supernatural. It was all directed at me now. She glared at me and only me every moment that she got. I would walk in and see her face glaring at me from the corner of my eye and when I turned she was back to normal. But this was nothing new. It was something I was used to and I even stopped being afraid of the supernatural at this point. Uh, yeah, she's after you because you were fucking with her, man. One day I was sick and my birth vessel let me watch TV in her room while she parked the car after returning from the doctor's office. I was upstairs when I heard footsteps coming up the stairs. I figured my birth vessel was home and would come in the room any second now, but she never did. I remember realizing we didn't have that many steps, so I turned down the volume and heard the footsteps again. However, I also realized I never heard the loud creaking of the front door being opened, and I could hear the footsteps start halfway up the stairs and then work their way to the top before starting halfway up the stairs again and repeating. I came out of the room and followed the sound of the steps with my eyes, hearing every step being stomped on but not seeing anything. I stood at the top of the stairs, and when the sound stopped in front of me, I reached out and felt nothing. Again, the footsteps started halfway and continued to the top. I walked closer to it, more curious than scared. Again, I reached my hand out, and the pattern continued. Whatever it was stood in front of me each time. You are a brave brave soul. I ran back upstairs, slammed the door shut, locked it, jumped on the bed, pulled the covers up, and turned the volume up on the TV. Okay, maybe you're not that brave. <laughs> I could hear the footsteps start the pattern, only this time it continued to pass the top step, past the bathroom, past my bedroom, down the hall, and stop in front of the bedroom door. The doorknob slowly turned, and the door swung open as if it was unlocked. I swore I locked it, so I got up to check. The door was still locked. I couldn't turn the doorknob. The footsteps started again from the middle of the stairs to right in front of the room I was in. I slammed it shut again and ran into the bed, turning up the volume. Once again, the steps stopped in front of the door, and when I heard the loud creak of the front door being opened and my siblings' voices followed, I ran out of the room to join them downstairs, telling them my story. They looked at each other and questioned if the doll moving ever really happened. By this point, it had been months since she left them alone and targeted me. I felt so alone, but was able to convince them it did happen, and we all saw it. Another time, I ran downstairs to grab my siblings and I some snacks. I opened the top cabinet. We kept our big knives in a clear, open top container on the top shelf so we couldn't get it too easily. I noticed one of the knives moved. It balanced on the edge, pointing directly 
directly at me. I stared at it in disbelief before it jumped at me. My dodgeball instincts kicked in and I jumped back. The knife seemed to have been trying to cut me in half when it hit the floor, missing my foot at the last moment. The second knife jumped at me. Again, I managed to dodge this one and quickly closed the cabinet before another was able to fly out. I threw myself to the ground and searched for knives, for strings, or anything that could explain this. There was nothing. What the fuck? Another time I decided to face the doll alone. I stayed in the basement by myself, but felt that I was being watched. At the corner of my eye, I saw a girl around my height wearing the same dress as the doll, only instead of her light brown curly hair, she had long black hair that covered her face. It was the first and only time I saw her as herself and not the doll. Nothing else happened that night, but throughout the years, weird things kept happening. One of my lovebirds died and we have no idea how. She was covered in blood and had no open cuts of any sort. Her lover freaked out, didn't eat or drink, and cried himself to death. Oh my God, that's so sad. Another one of my birds looked like he had been stomped on and his head was missing. A few days later, his head returned with his beak detached as if it was placed for me to find. The head was nowhere near where the body had been found. Oh my God. Finally, one day after years of this, I snapped. I threatened to my birth vessel that I would smash the doll with a hammer if she kept it in the room any longer. She removed it and placed it in her room. When we moved, my sister and I opened the box with the doll lamp and threw it away. My birth vessel asked about it and we said we had no idea where she went. Ever since then, I've had more and more supernatural activities happening to me throughout my life. I'm no longer afraid of them. I even find comfort in some of them, but that I'll save for another story time. P.S. This isn't my craziest story, just my first. Until the next time, love you, Anti-Matrix, and thank you for your time. This is not your craziest story. This truly was a long story, so much so that I literally do not have any time left in this video to discuss it. But holy shit, that was fucking crazy. I hate dolls. Clearly there was a spirit attached to that doll because you saw the actual fucking spirit. Thank you so much for sharing. That was really good. I want to hear everybody's comments, questions, all the things down below. Also, have you heard the story before? Have I read the story before? Because the only part I remembered was the part with the folding of the cloth. I don't know. I'm like half deja vu, half terrified. I don't know. Okay. I love you so much. Bye. Short cast club.